Hey, hold on, bro. I'm, I'm doing a little podcast right now. I'll holler at you. Look here, this how it's gonna go. I'm gonna do what the beat say, do. You do what the DJ name say. And burn. Just to burn one down. Burn one and saute. If you ever try Gucci, and you might burn one. And I'ma burn one for you. I just told me, yeah, we gon' be straight. He saw me make a million off one damn play. I let him keep that money, cause I know he keep it safe. They ain't gon' run in our safe. We gon' put it right to their face. Yeah. Shoot it up, shoot it up, shoot it up. Shoot it up, shoot it up, shoot it up. Shoot it up, shoot it up, shoot it up. Shoot it up, shoot it up, shoot it up. Yeah. FS Glocks and Dracos. No, we ain't got no rules up. I don't even play with these niggas when I'm so so. I'm on fuck shit when I'm booting up. I'm stiff in the club, can't loosen up. Got my Glock in, motherfucker, got tunes up. My nigga shoot shit, my nigga's too cut. I'm in the cut, getting sucked by two sluts. Pay for the hit, kill your favorite shooter. Then go on vacation, that's the power of the moolah. Elliot Diamonds all on the cougar. I still owe Elliot a little moolah. You don't know Elliot, bitch, that's my jeweler. Eliante, Fonte, Diamond Cooler. Let's go. I got a whole lot of bands in my pants, they from France. My girl from Chicago, she said she don't like rappers. I told her, give me a chance. This is a Range Rover, this not a land. Using a money counter, I'm again. I cannot count it up right on my hand. You know my gun, it came with 100 rounds. Yeah, and the inside it came with a fan. Yeah. Here I go again. If you try me, we gon' have to hit your yes, sir. Welcome to another episode of the Burn One Podcast. Got your boy Rodney here. Got your boy T. Bleezy in this thing. Episode 96. I think so. Yeah. At first, I ain't like Future Verse on this. Uh, that nigga was going crazy on this shit. No, 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 he snapped. I wasn't a fan of that uh, deluxe though. Um, or the songs on they, the deluxe. I wish they would stop doing this shit like so weird, bro. For one, why the fuck are you dropping a deluxe? Not even a week after the damn. Uh, after the after the drop. Yeah, the official release. Yeah. Well, the initial release. Uh, and what's the, what's with this whole uh, let's fuck up the format of the album? Man, like that shit don't like it doesn't even make sense. That shit does not make sense to me, bro. Like the way Gunna did it was cool, but not Gunna, really, not, not really. But with title, he had a whole experience. Like they have like experience albums. So with his deluxe album, kind of like a, a um, kind of like he's talking about it. Kind of like how they do like the the deep edits. Of, of of movies and sure the director's cut that's what that's what it seemed like uh-huh. mm-hmm. but the way Ghana did it he had more than six songs he probably had what ten extra songs no I don't think it was that many I think it was like six okay well he intertwined it within his album and then he f- reformatted the songs yeah I think the way Gunner did it was like the first song was a new song and then like every other song? every two songs was a new song okay. With the future and Uzi, it was like the first four songs were new. I think it was like the first six was new, and then the like last. The last two. No, it was more than two. I think it was just the last two because it was only six in total. So it was four extra on that. Uh, mm-hmm. It was only six extra tracks. Are you sure about that? I'm ninety nine percent sure. There are twenty four songs on the deluxe. deluxe. Yeah, well, it's okay. Eight extra songs. Okay, yeah, ninety nine percent. 
Yeah, I was ninety nine percent sure. Shit, the fuck. Um, Give me a lighter. I just wasn't a fan of the new Uzi tracks on there because they all sounded like Uzi Pop tracks, and I'm not a big Uzi Pop fan, so they didn't do much for me. But welcome to another episode of the Burn One Podcast. We're four twenty in and. Uh, make sure you get at the podcast at Burn One Podcast. That's the number one on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you subscribe. You motherfuckers don't be doing like y'all motherfuckers don't be liking and subscribing. I don't even know why the fuck I be saying that shit because you bitch ass niggas that listen to the fucking show don't even fucking support. Let's let's keep it a bean now. <laughs> fuck you niggas. Outside of Jordan, Amira, and um, Amir and uh, Justin be posting our shit sometimes. Outside of that, fuck all you niggas uh, from Rodney. Respectfully. Fuck huh, you. Respectfully. Uh the guys over at Contrary to the Bull should be uh supporting our shit. That's the fam. I'm not talking about them. Oh, okay. I'm talking we know who support us. It's you fuck niggas that when uh you still do the podcast. Yeah, I still do the fucking podcast, nigga. Don't fucking ask me if I do this goddamn podcast again. <laughs> I'm so sick of that stupid fucking question, bro. You still do that podcast, right? Yeah, we do it. You can't get on. Bitch, it be you fake ass rappers, you other fake ass podcasters, you fake ass wanna be ass curators. Fuck you, because mm. y'all only want to be on the podcast to push whatever y'all got. I'm gonna be real with you. We got an audience, but it ain't nothing to push what you got. <laughs> and secondly, you ain't got no fucking audience to push what you got. You just want to push your shit on people that listen to us. All right, so uh, you want to get into the uh, NBA trades? Yeah, let's do that. Fuck it. <laughs> This nigga came out here shooting from. Well, speaking of shooting from, I was gonna say Curry range. Uh, I guess we can go on and take it over to the Warriors. Um, oh fuck yeah, yeah that was some that was. Do you want to do draft first, or do you want to? We can do uh or intertwine. It's all the same, damn near. Let's just go on and get free agency shit out the way. That's it's so much. I don't even know if it's so much shit happening. Because there's a bunch of deals that's happening and then getting pulled off, like the uh or pulled out, like the Bogdan Bond Bogdanovich, uh Yeah. Bogdan Bogdanovich over yeah. in uh Sacramento. Supposed to be going to Milwaukee. The, but Milwaukee's like, we done with that. Well, I don't know. I heard it was some tampering shit that was going on and that's why they kinda were trying to act like they didn't want to do the deal no more. So that oh. possible that's what I've been hearing. So I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I heard that Giannis was talking to Bogdan. That wouldn't surprise me, but then again, don't come on now. Who's not tampering they, is a part of the NBA. Tampering is a part of every. I didn't, I didn't think it was tampering if it was player to player. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you can do that. I. I'm not sure, but I feel like every time they come out with some shit, it's some tampering shit. So I'm gonna just say it's tampering. Also, tampering helps the NBA. I mean, I feel like it helps everything. Like I think there should just be like. Uh, for sure, like period. There, are, I, there are some things I feel like that are more, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? That are more egregious than other things. And tampering would not be one of those things. No, I'm talking about inside of the whole tampering umbrella. Oh, 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 okay. Like what you said, player to player. I don't feel like that should really be tampering, but I feel like it is in some situations. I feel like I don't. I thought that I, was, I thought I that like, was a rule though. Like that is that that's legal. For players to talk to players. I thought agents couldn't talk to other players. See, it's I, teams. I don't think players can approach players um, 
if they're under contract, I believe is what it is. Possibly, I could be wrong. You know, I'm just shooting okay. this shit here. I don't know. But I feel like it's something along those lines where if, like, the player's under contract, I don't think you can approach him about coming to your team. Okay. Or, but you can talk about linking up somehow. Yeah, 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 probably. I'm, I'm sure that's okay because, you know, that just happens out in public. All the time. I mean, KD and Kyrie, that's why I don't think it's illegal because there's video footage of KD and Kyrie at that All-Star weekend blatantly trying to signal to the entire world, hey, we finna link up and play together. And that and they went ahead and did that. So I feel like... I, I mean, I think with player to player, it's just something that's hard to prove unless you can have it, if it's something that can be in writing or that was recorded. And, and they not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. These are all handshake deals, basically. But like what you said with like owners and staff and agents and shit like that, then like, yeah. But, see, I think what usually happens is, because I, I do think you're right with the players not being able to talk to the owners. What usually, I believe, happens is you just get agents to talk to other people. Or other or agents. Other agents or, you know, other people who basically are speaking for the owner or the player or whoever you can't directly talk to. You just talk to the person next to them. Right, because I know agents usually speak directly with executives at these uh, teams. Like they they they're they're pretty close with the front offices, mm-hmm. so it's usually like agent to agent, or say you're you're an agent and you got two clients that want to team up. Mm-hmm. There's no tampering at all in that. If, Is it? I don't think so. If you if both of you tell your agent I want to play with him, but you haven't expressed that to the other player, you probably have expressed it because yeah, there's know no it. way to prove. There's it. no way yeah. to prove it. So he could be like, both of my clients want to play together, or they want to play with another all star. It would be in. Uh, so-and-so's whoever's interest as well as mine right if you want this guy you can get this guy too but you got to let go of some pieces but the only way you get this guy is if you get this other guy and i feel like that's how i think that's how rich paul does a lot of his business uh because rich paul is is he he owns damn near half of the all-stars right or he he he, he uh he's not managing them is he is he their manager or their agent agent I believe. okay well he's representing um, half of the damn All Star team. Eighty, Bron, Ben. Well, not Bron. Mav got Bron. Eighty, Ben. Uh, That's the same shit though. It's all under clutch, right? It is. Uh, what else is going on in free agency, James? Well, what we were initially talking about was oh, the, was the Warriors? Yeah. Um, losing Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson to a torn Achilles in a workout. Like a ran. I, I heard this was like a random uh run. Yeah, I think it was just like a like a pickup game or something like that, or a pickup workout or something like that. You hate to hear a nigga get hurt like during that. I mean, it's almost just like how uh, who was that last year? Um, Demarcus. Oh yeah, he got hurt in practice. And like when I I is he on say the team? He, I don't think so. Not right now. Okay. I don't believe. Um, and I rem- I think. Uh, he told the story about when it happened on all the smoke, and he was saying, like, it was just like some regular ass shit. And he was like, you know, I had just got off the plane. You feel me? I was feeling good. He's like, I just wanted to hoop. Damn. And he's like, and that shit happened on like literally the last play of of the practice. Of the little scrimmage. Yeah. God damn. So yeah, it, it's crazy how, like, how you say like. We see these professional athletes do all this crazy shit, and like you would, it it almost sometimes seems like they're invincible at times. 
And Especially on a basketball court. It's like, if you can survive on the NBA court, you should be cooking niggas out here. Yeah, and to but it's see, not it's not that to see a, a nigga go down and like a a practice or you feel me a, a pickup game. You know yeah. what? It, it this reminds me of back when I was in college. We would run pickup, you know, in the rec, and then niggas from the team would come, and some niggas would play harder on the niggas on the team because they was on the team. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you trying to show them up, and you fuck around and twist a nigga twist his ankle on some whole shit. Or something crazy like that, you'd be like, damn. I feel like, obviously, it was far better basketball players playing with Clay. I'm sure. Yeah. But it was probably some freak accident shit. I don't think anybody intentionally tried to uh, hurt him, though. And, yeah, I don't think a a torn Achilles is ever anything where it's like another player caused it. I feel like. It's like a freak accident almost? Well, I feel like it's just something that, like, over time it was – just bound to happen if you didn't catch it like you feel me like like I don't know it's really unfortunate to happen to him though cause you just coming off your ACL on the other leg yeah and they said you was I was seeing workout videos of buddy and he I mean he looked mobile you never know how good these guys are uh, going full speed but in a workout after an injury these niggas look fine yeah right so it, Clay looked fine and I'm sure he, he felt fine it's just sad to hear yeah, that was that was some crazy shit. Cause that was that that had a lot to that do. That came out like right before the draft. It did, and I feel like the they didn't the Warriors didn't know how serious it was. Cause when it first happened, they was like it could be. They didn't know. Yeah, it first got reported as an ACL, I believe. Oh, it did. It first got reported as he might have torn his ACL mm. on the other leg. Then it got, I believe, it went from might have torn his ACL to a lower leg injury. And then it went from lower leg injury to could be possibly Achilles because he couldn't walk off the court. And then you feel me after he went on and got the MRI and those those came back Achilles Achilles tear. Uh, I think that put the Warriors in a in a funky position because like it happens right before the draft with Clay healthy they picked James Wiseman. With him unhealthy, they picked him anyway. I was thinking they might have picked LaMelo. I don't know why. LaMelo and Charlotte don't seem like a good fit to me. I think it's just because Charlotte hasn't done shit ever. That's probably and it. And not only have they not done shit, because, you know, there are some teams that haven't, like, really done shit for real. Like, I mean, the Hawks haven't really done shit for but real. But you, you can see teams on the brink. But, yeah, you can see teams that where they've made strides and have gotten better. Like, you feel me? Like... And I can't say the Charlotte Hornets, they got good young guys. Like, I like Miles Bridges. I'm kind of not sold on Malik Monk no more. They always have. Well, I ain't going to say always. But they've been had good young guys before. It's kind of like the place where good young guys go to kind of start and end their career. Yeah. Um, Michael Kidd Gilkers was supposed to be good. But he just wasn't it, though. He, yeah, he I feel w- like that's a lot of their problem. I feel like they've always drafted guys that have just had that fatal flaw. Let's say, I'm, I, do you want to chuck it up to MJ? Because is he M, is he GM as well as owner? I don't owner? think so. No? I don't think he's GM. But I'm sure he has a say in I'm sure he has yeah. a say in it. He's Michael fucking Jordan. And at the end of the day, it's your team. And to be honest, Michael this was a great Jordan, pick. Gotta... This was a great pick for Charlotte. Yeah. Perfect pick. Like, LaMelo dropped to Charlotte. I think that's that was ideal for them. I mean, I don't think they could have fucked up with any of the top three picks. 
I'm, I know I'm a Georgia boy, but I'm just – I have to see about Anthony Edwards, especially in Minnesota. I think he can get in where he fit in that Minnesota. I think he can too because they definitely not going to have him as the primary ball handler. Right. But that's all he was at Georgia. So I ain't never seen that nigga play off the ball. So that's going to be – and he's your number one pick. Would they start him? Um, at the three I or mean, the two? I don't know. Uh, I'd have to look at their roster because, um, I mean, I I'm not completely sold that Jarek Culver is a bust. Neither am I. Neither am I. I think and Jared I feel Culver's like they have a lot good. of the same type of game, so I feel like they'll be competing for a, a spot. Yeah. So I, I mean, I think that'll probably be good for both of them, though. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll probably be good for both of them. Um, I didn't follow the draft after the third pick. <laughs> um, I mean, that's what mostly only people cared about. Yeah, and I mean, unless your team was further back, then you know. But it was it was a three man draft, really. Yeah, I just wanted to see where part. the pieces fell, and I knew James Wiseman would end up in a uh, Golden State. I like that look. That's a that's a really good look, but with Clay not healthy, that's what I'm mad about. It sucks. It does yeah. suck. But then it gives it gives Steph a actual big man now, and so, now everybody can stop saying uh, that Steph can't win the uh, MVP because he has too many good players. So are you are you doing an early season MVP pick for Steph? I could see it. I could see it too. With this having to be his team, he has to carry it. I just want James Wiseman to produce fast, and I know he's a rookie, but I feel like he got the tangibles to produce fast. Um, he's fast. He can run with him. I think it's just going to be tough because, like, when he go up against them guys like Embiid and Jokic and AD. They're going to body him. It's Yeah, it's going to be tough being, you feel me, eight. What is he, 19? 18, 18 19. 19. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Yeah, you're right, but give him, like, two years. I say he he'll be better than DeAndre Ayton. It's gonna be him, DeAndre, as the two next uh, powerful big men in the game in like the next seven years. Hmm. I can see it. Speaking of DeAndre Ayton, the Suns made a hell of a move to get Chris Paul. I didn't really like that trade. I didn't at first, but then I started to think about it. Let's just say Chris Paul can do what he did in Oklahoma City, which was kind of put them over the hump and get in the playoffs. Nobody saw them getting into the playoffs without mm-hmm. him, right? Or even when he got there, they didn't yeah, even see him. People still there. didn't think they'd be a playoff team. So now we know Chris Paul still has it. Mm-hmm. On top of a budding DeAndre Ayton with his, what, third year in the league? Going on three? Yeah. Yeah. And let's let's be real. That bubble season was a whole nother season. So I give niggas an extra year, even though technically it's not. Because that's experience. So, uh, you got him coming off a decent bubble. He didn't play that well. Devin Booker really got off in the bubble. Mm-hmm. But the team played well. Right. And Devin Booker not that big of a pick and roll kind of player anyway. Now you got uh, Mr. Pick. You have the best point guard in the NBA on your team now, in my opinion. The best pick and roll point guard? Is that what you said? Yes, I will go. I'll go that far to say. Or what? What? What would? I was. 
I was going as far as saying the best point guard, but then I had to I had to kind of scale that back. Nah, he's not even the best in the West Conference. Because what you got, Steph, Dame, you got niggas, you just got hella niggas. Um, what is he like? He's top five then, right? I'm, I'm Chris Paul showed a lot last season, and yeah, every year Chris Paul be balling, but this year he didn't get hurt, and he was still balling. So I feel like if he can stay healthy with Phoenix, they can make it to the playoffs. And that's the thing. You banking on a nigga that's getting older. To stay healthy. Already old to stay healthy a whole nother season. Niggas go to Phoenix and get their career re, uh, rejuvenated. So, you know. I mean, they got a good I, – I have heard stories about them having a good training staff. But I'm just saying I don't – I mean, I guess if you're just trying to get your young guys into the playoffs, then, yeah, that's cool. I feel like they're just trying to get them into the playoffs. Devin Booker is still going to hold a heavy weight on that team. I'm pretty sure it's still Devin Booker's team. I mean, okay, if that's what you shooting, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you just want to make it into the playoffs and then yeah, I'm not saying these first niggas, round bounce. Like, that's probably going to be it, yes. But that's what I'm saying. Like, That's better than what they did last year. And maybe it's not a first-round bounce. The Houston – look, it's teams that were in the playoffs this year that are not going to be in the playoffs next year. Houston's not making it back if they trade James Harden and they trade uh, – what's his face? Russell. I mean, yeah, they gone probably. That's a spot open. Yeah, more than likely. But then again, you, you do have Memphis. You do have uh, – who didn't make the playoffs. You do have um, – Hell, the Spurs could fuck around and make the playoffs anytime they want to out of nowhere for no reason. Yeah. Cause did they make the playoffs last year? No. no, but they made the bubble. Yeah. So it's not going to be easy, but I think it gives them a good chance. And then I don't know what they're doing in L.A. Uh, with the Clippers. Because they saying uh, Russell for, for, for PG. And that I just don't know what Russell looked like. On the Clippers. Me neither. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it does something for him to go back to L.A. Who knows? I don't know. You know, niggas love going back home, but then it don't be doing shit. Because LeBron only got one ring in that motherfucker. <laughs> um, Philly. Philly's, Philly is still trying to uh, see if they can get James, too. James said he don't want to go nowhere but Brooklyn. And Houston is is like, my nigga, we really don't got to trade you. I'm hearing that's Houston's stance. Because, I mean, that is the East, and that's not going to do them any harm. But you basically take the East away with James Harden, KD, and Kyrie on one team. I believe. You're probably going to have to trade DeAndre Jordan. Who gives a fuck? They just traded for Landry Shannon. Think, but I don't really think that's who they go out. I think they'd probably take Jared Allen. You probably. I'm hearing this: Jared Allen, Karis Levert, and Dinwiddie, and Dinwiddie, and then some picks. That do sound about right. Because who else would you give up? And you just brought in Landry Shamit. However the fuck you say that name. Yeah. Um. What other free agent news? You know that nigga Amir sent us a rundown. Yeah. 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 I'm looking at it. Um, 
Lakers, Lakers, Lakers haven't made any real moves. Um, oh, Drew Holiday to the uh, to the Bucks. I don't know what uh, I don't know what that looks like. I mean, I think Drew Holiday is a pretty good. I think it's an upgrade. Is Eric Bledsoe still there? Um, I don't think so. I think Drew Holiday is a better Eric Bledsoe. Like, you know how Eric Bledsoe don't show up when he needs to, but he can do it any other time? <laughs> Drew Holiday can show up when you need him to, and he won't have to. In, uh, I mean, he will have to in Milwaukee, but you got uh, Chris Middleton and Giannis there. You'll be number three. So, Yeah, so, I mean, I like that spot for Drew Holiday. I think that – See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think, like, Drew Holiday. Like, if Drew Holiday would have went to the Phoenix, then I'd be looking at it like, okay. Nah, that's a move I like. And because now, like, Phoenix got Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and uh, Aiden. Aiden. But literally, who else is your team? Miles Bridges. Okay, I like him. Um, I want to say Josh Jackson is still there. I sold on him. He'll fight though. Um, <laughs> who else they got? I'm pretty sure Tyler Eulis still play, still plays for them for some reason. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You got a lot of uh, a lot of pieces to fill. Yeah, but they 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 traded Ricky. They traded. I don't know who else they traded. I feel like they'll make one more good move because I like Monty Williams, Monty and Chris back together. Um, I just think I think I think it'll be a good situation for everyone now that Chris Paul is there. I mean, I can see the what what they trying to do. If they they just trying to get into the playoffs and, and see what happens. All right, that's cool. They ain't really trying to make it like a <clears throat> move. I mean, if if they can revitalize Chris Paul's career like they did Grant Hills. Then hey, I see them making it to the playoffs. Uh, off of basketball, uh, what's the next on the rundown? What you looking at? Some betting shit. You really next be fucking the- with that sports betting, huh? Yeah, I do. I can't get with it. Uh, we got the uh the big event from last night. Oh yeah. So last night, Gucci Man, Young Jeezy, or just Jeezy, my fault. Magic City. Magic City in Atlanta. They had the uh battle of the year, the verses of the decade. That's probably the best verses there ever will be. That's what they say. Unless they can get Biggie and Pac. But uh other than that. <laughs> That would be funny if they had like holograms. No, nah, I need like really big in Pac. Pac would be there. What if Pac was like, all right? And then like, I think in twenty twenty that wouldn't be weird. Like, I feel like we would be like on it for probably like a week. Nah, maybe like two weeks. But then after that, everyone would just accept Pac again, and then Pac's back. <laughs> yeah, that would be. Yeah, I, probably. I feel like that's probably how it would go. Like it's like Jesus coming back, but it's not Jesus. It's Tupac, 
And Tupac was just like, yeah, I was hiding. I was in Havana. I was in Cuba. Cooling. Big bullying. But yeah. Yeah. Gucci and Jeezy versus last night. So I only I came in probably like four rounds in, so I don't got a good score. Man, these niggas was late, late. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I had tuned in and could you cause you know, I never know how to watch these things. <laughs> I try to no, go to I live. Doing, I was doing my homework on this, and I was figuring out how to watch this <laughs> shit. I was, I was gonna be in there. I, I never know how to fucking watch these things, so I it's had like to see this. I'm on, I'm on IG. I don't know what to do. So then I found, found it on Apple Music, which was cool. Mm-hmm. And them niggas, there was nobody there. There was just two seats on on the stage. Yeah, and they was just DJing. And they was and the DJ was cutting up. Yeah, the, yeah, <laughs> he was, yeah it was going in. <laughs> but I was like, I ain't trying to watch this shit. These niggas not even out here. So then when I did remember that it was on, probably like 10, 15 minutes into it, that nigga Gucci standing up already, you know, rapping. Jeezy chilling. He never sat down. Yeah, he didn't sit down. He never sat down. It was cool. Uh I don't have a score though. I liked it all. I'm I'm that so person. So you don't have a winner. I'm that person. The culture one. I feel like I believe the culture one. No, the culture. No, they, I feel like the people won. were the biggest winner. But uh, music wise, I give Jeezy an edge. But niggas is like Jeezy wash Gucci. I'm, it, it wasn't that. Now Gucci also didn't play basically any of what trap uh, three trap house three. Yeah, and he didn't play none of it. Like it, that's what I'm saying. It it was, it was kind of crazy to go back in catalog and think of like a couple things that didn't get played on both sides. I mean, and, <laughs> and that's what you come to realize at the end of every verses. Oh, you only get twenty songs. Now, if I would have put my favorite Gucci in there, and my favorite might have went a little different. It might have went differently. I feel like Gucci won the show. But Jeezy won the, the battle. Yeah. Because when Gucci pulled out the truth, I mean, look, everybody was waiting on it. That's what I wanted to see. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I knew niggas weren't going to get the shooting. I knew that wasn't going to happen. It was all a fucking facade, especially after that. I was like, oh, this is a show. This is really a show. Yeah. At first, I was like, nah, maybe these niggas. I was like, I had a little hope that maybe it was still some real nigga in there. Right. I was like, ah, this is some bullshit after that. Cause, cause what? Cause, cause Jeezy then after the truth was played, he had some little soliloquy to go on talking about King Von and everybody like that. And then he played a song. I was like, oh, I forgot. These is whole concerts that these niggas is having. This is a play. They already talked to each other. But Gucci was going. I don't going know to- that. I don't know that they talked to each other on the level like that. Well, on the chatty, they said there was on min- plenty of Zoom calls. I mean, yeah, but I don't think. I don't think that level like that. I don't know. I feel like it was enough. Like Gucci said, I wasn't I can't do the thing if you don't let me play the truth. Yeah. So you talked and y'all had a conversation. For sure. Like I think there's obviously a conversation. I'm not saying like there was no conversation at all like between That's them what two. I was hoping. <laughs> and I know I know I wasn't going to get it, but you know everybody was hoping that. It's the show of it all. And Gucci still brought the show. He was like, "They both brought the show." We smoking on that 
that uh what was it what's his homeboy name? Uh I don't, I don't even want to do that. Yeah, I don't even want to do that. But he was smoking on that. He was like, uh, I'll send who bring some more, I'll send him back in a box. Yeah. I was like, look, I man. Said, oh that's, shit. But look, that's what I wanted to hear. That's what I wanted to see. And I also wanted to see Jeezy be a mature ass nigga. I know where these two are at in their careers and in life. Gucci will still probably do some old Gucci shit. Probably. If, if you take him there. If you take him there. And that proved it tonight. Jeezy has obviously matured far past that. And think of just both of them. One, you tried to kill a nigga. You tried to kill the nigga across the stage from you. Because mm-hmm. he killed. Well, no, yeah, you tried to kill the nigga across the stage from you. The nigga across the stage from Gucci tried to kill him. Think about that. And then, like, I mean, just, I got, the, just I, the sheer fact that they were in a room together and there were good vibes. It, it, yeah, it was that's crazy. Cause, the winner. Uh, actually, D Goods kind of posted about some shit like that. I'll, uh, he, he posted a tweet. Really? It, it's kind of similar to what you're saying. Um, let, me, let me find that. Uh, he said Jeezy been wrong. Gucci rapping all them disses to Jeezy face was therapeutic for him. You don't know the trauma he probably had because of that situation. They both won, and they both need to. Some I don't know. He said something else. I don't know what what this last part. That's is. he's right though. That's right. I'm pretty sure that was therapeutic for for Gucci to finally go out there and be able to say all this. Gucci's like you're letting me say all this. In front of everybody? Mm-hmm. Yes. And then he went on to say uh, that was heavyweight in both their shoulders. Jeezy accepting what he did and Gucci feeling the need to express how he felt about it. They needed this uh, battle for their evolution. Yeah. Atlanta needed this. Uh, Atlanta needed it. Uh, the A lot of the young niggas just needed today that. needed it. They needed that. To see, like, look, two niggas that had some shit that was very serious. Extremely serious. Have squashed it in front of the world. And it's not even got to be like, we don't know buddy-buddy shit, but we don't have to continue the the cycle of what's going on. Like, right. We can choose to end this, and right. it'd be okay. Yeah. And that's what I was proud of. I, I had a feeling that I knew all aspects of every emotion would run through this um, versus battle just Mm -hmm. because of the personal history of the two. I thought it was a troll until I saw them on the stage together. No cap, because they were playing music and it was two fucking seats out there. I was like, oh, they're trolling us. Ah. And then it actually happened. I was just proud. I I liked it. I liked it. No, it was was wins all around. Yeah, I don't have a definite win. I wasn't watching to see but, who won. Um, in my opinion, for a score count, because I did keep score, these niggas definitely went more than twenty rounds. Um, they all do. Yeah, uh, my score was sixteen to eight. Jeezy, uh, Jeezy. But I will say, um, because there were a couple like key moments, which like when Gucci played the truth, he was on a two. He was on a two-song win streak at that point. So mm. I believe it was seven to five. Mm. Gucci plays the truth. In my opinion, when Jeezy counters with uh, 
uh, realest nigga in it already know. I can't think of the name of the song, mm-hmm. but we all know what what song mm-hmm. that is. He wins that round. Uh, I didn't seen it all. Is that the, not the song? Nah, no, nah, it wasn't seen at all. Uh, seen it all beats something though. Did he even play seen it all? Yeah, he did. He did because I went back to go play it after he played it. I was like, oh yeah, this song is I, fucking yeah, fire. flames. Yeah. And Jay Z went crazy, and then mm-hmm. I started thinking about the Jay Z verses on just straight strictly. Jeezy songs. Mm-hmm. He spells Go crazy. On. Yeah, go crazy. That's my favorite Jeezy uh, <laughs> whole clip. Yeah, that one was wild. But yeah, when when Jeezy counters with that song, he wins that round. So that that just really flips. See, I I think the antics win, win the rounds for me. I'm I'm into the show. Yeah, me too. Of course. And and Jeezy brought a good show too. And also another. Uh, Another round that I feel like was very important. Gucci, you don't we don't want to hear you play in the sky. <laughs> yeah, he was he was he was getting that. Like Jeezy. you said, none nothing off Trap House three got played. And you played in the sky. We don't want to hear that. Yeah, we don't want to hear that shit. We don't I wasn't that. too excited to hear Lemonade either. Um, I mean, I knew that was gonna get get played though, and like I think it was just like, and like you said, it was it was a show. So like, but like I don't know. Like I hope that like they didn't talk about how they would structure the songs and all that. I feel like he probably knew like okay after he played the truth, I'm gonna play like this song right here. But I feel like other than that, I feel like they had a pretty much a gist of like what order of tracks they was gonna go in. But um, like. When Gucci was out there trying to tell him, like, man, play some new shit, play some new shit. Mm-hmm. And Jeezy was like, nah, I'm going to stay where I'm at, shit. Yeah, because he and can't like, win off new shit. Ex- exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you feel me? And he came through and smacked him with with, with a classic. It was like, all right, yeah. He's like, yeah, my show just getting started. I was like, all right, yeah. Look, Jeezy's mainstream songs are still pretty street. And I think that's what was highlighted uh, last night. Mm-hmm. Cause Gucci, when he goes, I'm surprised Gucci didn't play the Mariah Carey joint he got. He was on the Obsessed remixed. Yeah, I know, I know. You know, so I I'm sure it wouldn't do anything in this battle, but if you want to go hits for hits, that's probably one of his biggest songs. Because it's Mariah. Yeah. So Jeezy showed that even though you may have a bigger influence on the streets of Atlanta. My hand across the country is large. And my street, like when I make mainstream, I have to keep it street. I have to. I I, I can't sing a song. The closest uh, pop record that came on was Soul Survivor. Yeah. And then I didn't like the uh, that, the um, Gucci and Drake, the uh, both. I didn't like that song. I mean, I like the song. It? Yeah. Ah, he played yeah, I don't like that. Not yeah, from but Gucci. Like, not in the battle. I don't like. I don't want to hear you play like. And he was up there like. I don't usually do that. Like, uh, uh. I'm like, I don't want to hear that. Like, it's because them young niggas is around them. Like you pull up to the show with Pooh Shiesty. What you expect? But lemonade. You know what I'm saying? But no, I will say one thing. Uh, Gucci definitely had that shit the fuck on. What you talking about? That the, them diamonds was dancing. Oh, oh, 
Yeah, no, nah, he was iced up. I like the f- my favorite part was them them singing so icy at the end. Yeah, I liked that. That was my favorite part of the show because I hadn't heard that song in a long time. <laughs> and as a kid, that was just my shit. I don't even think I knew who either of them were. Nah, well, I mean, yeah, because that song came out like when we were pretty, like oh three, something like that. So like, I mean, I knew who they were. But obviously, like, I wasn't just I mean, deep into rap. Right. But I definitely, like, remember, like, when I did get, like, started diving back into rap, which was, like, around the time that the beef got, like, kind of serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I definitely remember there being, like, a mixtape that I had, and it was called, like, Gucci vs. Jeezy. And, like, it was just, like, all the diss tracks and shit. I was like, damn, this shit is crazy. It's a real war. Yeah. It was fun though. Uh, what's the next verse is supposed to be? Um, I don't know. People have been talking about they want to see Lil Wayne do one against who? That's what I'm saying. I don't want to. Nah, it's like I don't really want to see that. I don't think they've been saying Kanye and Jay should go and do one. I don't even think that's. I don't even think that's as far fetched as people are trying to make it to be. For one, because given the fact that you got to think Swiss Beats and Timberland, I'm pretty sure it was harder to get Jeezy and Gucci to do this than it would be to get Jay Z. You think so? I personally think so. I do. Um, that's a tall task. You trying to get? First of all, you just trying to get Jay Z to do anything. That's what I'm saying. I know, I know, but they have look if. Musically, if it feels like anything can happen on Versus, Brandy and Monica can piece it up, and Gucci and <laughs> Jeezy can piece it up. And I don't even think there's real, real animosity between Jay-Z and Kanye, enough to not publicly fuck with each other, but I'm sure they'd still have a private relationship. Um, Why not? I, mean, I don't think it's much. I don't think there's too many politics in it. I don't know. I feel like there probably is a lot of politics in it. Um, yeah. Shit. So he's talking about Gotti and Dolph. That's yeah, not happening. I I mean, see, and what I was going to tell you earlier before we started, um, I feel like that possibly could happen. I don't know. Like, I because I, I watched the video. Um, on YouTube, um, it was a uh, Grove Hero. You know, um, he went to MT with us. Okay, but he do like he he be with uh, Dolph. The he got the uh, fish truck that he had brought up to Nashville a couple times. You ain't heard about this shit. Ah, uh, well, uh, he be with with Dolph or whatever. And I guess, well, not I guess he was on. Uh, Dirty Glove Bastard And they asked him about um, The Dolph and Gotti shit Cause he used to like Do shit with Gotti or whatever too And okay. uh, Dolph ended up approaching him uh, Trying to get him to do a video too And like he went and asked like Cause I guess he was cool with uh, Dolph, Not Dolph but uh, Gotti brother More so than he was with Gotti And he was like Man would y'all feel it Would you feel a way if 
uh, I went and, like, did this shit over here with, with Dolph. And he's like, it's like a music video or whatever. And, like, he was like, hell yeah, I would. He's like, I wouldn't even be able to fuck with you after that. Gotti said like, that? Not Gotti, but Gotti's brother. Mm-hmm. And he was like, like, damn, like, nigga, it's just a music video. Like, you said you gonna, like, cut me off because I'm doing a music video. He was like, so really, I was just like, fuck it then. Like, I don't need that nigga no way. So he started just fucking with I mean, PRE not just like, I mean, he fuck with all of the family paper out, but, uh, you know, not he like, he was just like just, click jumping type right, shit. Right, he went his own me. way. Yeah, yeah, and then it ended up just being like, you feel me? Yeah. He kind of told, like, Dolph, like, yeah, that nigga, like, said this or whatever. And, you know, Dolph, he was like, Dolph was just a, always a real nigga. So, you feel me? They ended up just meshing or whatever. That's what's up. So, but he ended up going on to say that, you feel me? Like, really, it don't even be Gotti that be really irking on the beef between them two. It really be Gotti brother that be doing little shit mm. to, you feel me, irk Young, shit. Like, youngster hates Dolph, too. For real? Yeah. He's made a few videos about it. Uh, and it's fuck PRE from black youngsters' perspective. Oh, I was like, damn. Not for me. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's wild. Shit. No, no, no. Yeah. He don't he don't fuck with that. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I feel like that could be some shit. Cause I feel like they beef not really even over nothing like crucial, nothing like that. I don't know what their beef is over. I know Dolph fucked. Gotti's baby mama. That's about it. And I don't think it started, uh, stems from that, but it may. I'd be funny if you fuck my baby mama. <laughs> it's not far-fetched. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the uh, emotions. Well, staying on some rap shit. Uh, have you been seeing, like, all these rappers that have been... Like getting shot, and some have been dying. Like unfortunately, like Mo three and um, and Vaughn, and King Vaughn. Vaughn. Um, Benny got shot. Benny got shot in Houston. Uh, and uh, uh, Boosie got shot as well. And Boosie might have to get his fucking leg cut off. Is that true? I've, I've seen it. I've seen it too and many times. I was just like man, I ain't even gonna like. I don't want to feed into it, but hey, if that's true, it's you know it's true. He might get his fucking leg cut off. Hope not. I hope not. And but then again, but then if, more of a reason why I'm even asking that because I seen that Boosie was supposed to be coming to Nashville to do a show or some shit. So I feel like if if there was a possibility that he might get, I'll stop doing shows just for a second, bro. Please, please. Because <laughs> like <laughs> that prayers to Boosie. Boosie's gonna be sitting down. I don't think he's gonna be doing a show in Nashville. But niggas is doing shows after the fucking verses. It was after party at Compound. Mm-hmm. Like, look, y'all, COVID is still real. Y'all can go out. Y'all ain't even got to like look. Go out, do what you want to do. Just like avoid parties and large social gatherings like that. Or don't don't even avoid them. Try to not go to them every fucking weekend. Can we can we do that? Can we do that? Or not even every weekend, every other day. You niggas is bored. I see it. I see it. 
You don't got to have a birthday bash. You don't got to have a fucking gender reveal. You don't have to. Look, man, you don't have to do none of this shit. I get it. And you niggas do not like to be told what to do. I get that, too. America's a really stupid place. (laughs) But think about each other. Like, we don't know the long-term effects of this. I'm Look, I'm taking the stance as it's cool to go out every now and then in, in, in this pandemic because you niggas really cannot stay at home. But it's cool to go out every now and then. But for you niggas that's doing nothing but traveling and not even on business, you motherfuckers is just out here. I feel it. Look, I, I'm living vicariously through you. Please have as much fun as you possibly can. I just want you to know you're putting yourself at risk and others. Now, how you live your life and if you are going around, motherfuckers, you care about like that. If you're not, bro, do do what the fuck you do. But if you come into Thanksgiving and your family's still having a Thanksgiving, just try to quarantine before Thanksgiving. Because if you don't, there will not be a Christmas for G-Mama. Just saying. <laughs> but I look. And that's your PSA on COVID. That's my, my COVID PSA. Because I care about the people. I don't fucking care about y'all, but I care enough about, like, the overall well-being of, I know my people, my family. So I know how to move in, in, in a pandemic. Some of y'all don't. But that, look, I'm not saying I'm smarter than you. I'm just saying you're kind of fucking stupid for doing what, what for, for going out every every weekend. You can't be doing, and y'all niggas don't be wearing masks. You, you put your mask on in the picture. I get it. Really, y'all don't be having your mask on in the picture. No, Some of y'all. I say a lot of people don't. I'll be seeing a lot of people be like, I have my mask. They be in my pocket. Mask. It's here. Like, what the fuck does it do in your pocket? Can you spark that, by the way? <laughs> what is it doing in your pocket? I mean, you want to ruin the picture? No, I don't. I also haven't been invited to any large, uh, not invited, but like, you know, like weddings or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I haven't had to go to a wedding. The only thing I had to go to was at the beginning of COVID. It was a funeral. And that was like at the the uh, the very beginning of the pandemic in the United States or the beginning of the lockdown. Let me say that here in the United States. So you think they're going to lock us back now? Uh, Probably. I've been seeing, I've been seeing it in a couple cities already. So I mean, that's just how it was last time. It was in a couple places first and then everybody else went on and did the shit. So yeah, it's probably gonna be a lockdown again. But I mean, shit, everybody essential. So yeah, everything is essential because <laughs> we need everything, right? Best Buy don't got to be open, but it will be open. And niggas not locking down until December because you got to get your Black Friday shopping. You got to shop. They gonna make this money before you lock uh, back down. They're not gonna do Black Friday. Well, I know because Black Friday they they've extended the deals to the whole month for most of these damn stores. 
but they got to get their deals out before the lockdown because a lot of these places aren't essential. A lot of these storefronts aren't essential. McDonald's isn't essential either, but they'll have it open. Because no, they're not. It was, I was being funny. Uh, being, what do they call it? Fasheesis. No, you got it. Fasheesis. <laughs> That's not the word. What is the word? Fasheesis. What the fuck is the word? <laughs> I'm fucking that all the way up, aren't I? <laughs> that is the word, is it not? Facetious. Facetious. <laughs> well, I was. <laughs> Well, ah, fuck you. Oh, <laughs> All right. Uh, did you see the the uh, fucking Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion, nigga? <laughs> no, I didn't watch that. You didn't see. You haven't seen any of the clips. I mean, I seen like an ad for it, but I ain't watched none of it though. Oh, okay. All right. Like, has it came out? Yeah, it already came on. Oh, it came yes, on like. No, uh, the same night as the last night, same night as the battle. Um, I've only seen clips of it though. I saw the the clip of Will talking to is her name Janet Huber. I, I don't want to get her name wrong, but the original Aviv. Mm. Um, you know, it was an emotional conversation, just of how basically Will ruined her career. Oh, um, I mean, he did. He labeled her as difficult to work with, which uh, in layman's term for a black woman is basically a federal offense in Hollywood or in the workplace, period. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Black women can't have a slight of an opinion before a motherfucker says she's difficult to work with. Mm-hmm. So... um. With Will Smith, like, kind of saying that, it kind of ruined her for other possible roles and other possibilities and other opportunities uh, within Hollywood. Because, you know, as a kid, I never realized, oh, well, she's not on the show. Obviously, we weren't alive when the show was going on, so we didn't know shit about shit. Mm -hmm. I'm Viv just changed because I'm Viv changed. All right. So we don't know the story behind anything. Um. But you would assume her being on Viv and that being such a, a, a popular show, if she were to ever leave that show, she would be in something else, right? You would think you would have seen her in anything else. You haven't seen her in anything else. You know, so she was blackballed, basically. Oh, yeah. Um, and as they were talking about it, well, as she was saying this, Will's just like nodding his head. And I I seen some of the people on social media saying like uh him and Jada be doing the same bullshit, <laughs> the same nod and or whatever. They don't really be listening. But they'd be like, right, right. Mm. They do a lot of that. <laughs> I mean, it was more of a moment for him to just shut up and listen to what she had to say anyway, though. So um I thought that moment was special. I didn't watch any of the uh rest of it. Cause if it feels like they do a fucking reunion on Instagram every year, so what? You always see little shit like a zoom, like Will Smith has done like a Zoom call with all of them before that he's posted on Instagram. He's done another uh, thing where I he don't met be keeping up. 
Well, I'm saying I follow him, so I've seen it. Uh-huh. But then, like, however long I've been following him. So this ain't the first time they've met up, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So this wasn't nothing special. But the only thing special about it was the OG Unviv. I feel like the rest of them be Lincoln. Uh, <laughs> he said they be Lincoln. And that's funny. Any new music come out that you listen to? Nope. No. Meg dropped. I listened to um, the first couple songs on there. She, she the first song was a diss song, Notori, obviously. Um, <laughs> he said obviously. Obviously, what else? What else would the what else would it be? About? I mean, you didn't say what the name of the song was <laughs> for the people that don't know. Oh, uh, what is the first? I don't know. Shots fired, I believe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Shots fired. Yeah, that was cool. And then, um, did you listen to it? Yeah. How, how did it sound? Eight out of, well, not eight, out of, but out of 10 for this record, I give it like a 7.5, eight. Okay. Like it can play on the radio. What did she say? Uh, that nigga little, you shot me with a pellet gun. That's why I didn't leave no, no fucking, cause she's saying his, his gun was a 22. I'm five ten. You shot you shot me with a twenty two. You and the bitch in the back seat on some bullshit. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then she's like, "Fuck all you niggas that's riding Tory Dick. Y'all broke. Fuck all you pick me ass bitches on Tory Dick." Is what she's saying. I'm like, dang. Okay, so you remember a couple of lyrics is what it sounds like. Because the one, the most important lyric I uh, remember was she saying, um, basically, she's not bothered by any of it, or she's not gonna give it any attention. Like this whole diss song. That's kind of like when Drake said, "I'm never gonna get this attention." When I when I'm done, I'll probably never get this attention. Was that back to back or some shit like that? I don't remember. I don't remember that shit. But he continued to kind of beat Meek's head into the ground. He he does that a lot. Yeah. So it was one of them bars. Uh, and then I mean, I tell you, I only listened to two songs, so of course I'm gonna remember something. And then the second song was a, a Jasmine Sullivan uh, flip. Which was nice. I haven't listened to the rest of it. Uh, I might make time to do it later. <laughs> I might make time to do it. I just listened to that on the way here because I knew I needed some kind of opinion on it. Nah, yeah, I didn't. I seen like the uh, cover art and like the tracklist drop a couple of days ago. She got some names on there, but I ain't even. I mean, peep that it was coming out this weekend for real. Like, I ain't heard the joint with her and Dirk or the one with her and SZA. Look, I'll listen to it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know when I'll go and listen to the rest of this. But those were, those two songs were pretty good. But yeah, so, I mean, that's all I got for new music. Did you check out uh, Kevin Hart? No. I saw it like uh, at the top on Netflix. Yeah, no, no, I don't think that nigga's funny. That nigga ain't been funny in a minute. I ain't watched it either. His stand up is never funny. He's only funny in movies because that I'm little and loud shit gets old. All right, nigga, we get it. You're a fucking loud midget. <laughs> we get it, bro. 
But yeah, I've been seeing it's been getting some pretty bad reviews. But I mean, I feel like it's now gotten to the point where it's cool to shit on Kevin Hart. Well, yeah, it is cool to shit on Kevin Hart, I guess, now. But anybody that really know, he ain't been funny in a minute. Like, we not going to. Some people would say he's never been funny. I'm not going to say that because seriously funny is hilarious. That's when. I mean, to me, too, bro. I mean, there are people. Yeah, no, no. I've seen people that. People who who have have been over it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I was in a a chat with a a nigga uh, yesterday. He said Kevin Hart ain't been funny since Paper Soldiers. That's funny. That's funny. That's really funny. Because, honestly, as far as movies go, and he's been in a billion of them, Mm -hmm. that's one reason why. That could be true. Yeah, I mean, it might be true. I I like Soul Plane when it came out. I mean, yeah, Soul Plane is cool. I take that. You know, niggas like the shit on Soul Plane, too. But I love Soul Plane. Um, but I haven't seen half of his movies because he makes a new movie every six months. Yeah, I ain't seen neither of the Jumanjis. I've seen the first one. I haven't seen I couldn't both. even tell you names of his movies. I couldn't tell you names of a lot of movies, though, so that's not saying much. That's not saying much. But Kevin Hart has been in so many, you would be, you would think you would be able to name five, but it's a thousand, so I can't really just think of none off the top of the dome. And then when you think about his stand-ups, he's... Uh, yeah, they're not really that good. Yeah, no. They're not that good. Not anymore. Laugh at My Pain wasn't good. Um, and I, I actually went on... Well, no. I went to go see Laugh at My Pain on tour. That was funny. It live. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's because I hadn't heard any of the jokes yet. Then when I seen it, the movie, I was like, well, I had already kind of seen this set. So it's not the same. Yeah. The one he had after that, I was not a fan of. Uh, I can't remember which one it was, but it's he got on one of the worst fits. It almost resembles an Ed Hardy fit. Oh, I think I remember that one. The one that's like black and gold, kind of. Yeah, yeah. That was not funny. All you're doing is walking around the stage telling us how little you are and how loud you are. And how you get into predicaments because you're so little. (laughs) I mean, that is the gist of what he usually be talking about. And like comedians like that, when that's the joke, I'm kind of good on it after the 10th time. I don't have to hear about how you have to climb on top of a toilet to use the bathroom. I don't care. Well, uh, other new shit in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter has fleets now. I've seen that. I ain't going to use it no time soon. But I see yeah, me that. neither. These apps is kind of getting on my nerves because it's like, why do y'all want to have the same shit? Why can't y'all just think of new cooler shit? That's what I'm saying. Like, they think they're going to have a monopoly on some shit. Like, Like, I don't think you really understand. People is not finna. People are not. Come to Twitter for that. I don't. Yeah, I come to Twitter for the commentary. Why do I want to see someone's story? Periscope died. Because of Twitter. Because of Twitter. Fleets, fleets may not die. Fleets may stay, stick around and actually hold some kind of weight. Possibly, just only be- because I like. I feel like because you can't. 
It's not like Snapchat, I don't think. I don't think it really has a time limit on it. Like, you just press it, and you can do whatever the fuck you want to do with your shit. And then you got to press it again to end it. Oh, that's how fleets work? Yeah. Oh. Like, you don't hold it like Snapchat. Like, when you hold a Snapchat. When, like, you, you just Snapchat, press record on the fleet. Yeah. Oh. But then it's a story. Everybody wants a story. Instagram didn't used to have stories, right? So Snapchat got stories first, then Snapchat didn't even have stories, did they? Or did they get it first? They were the first one to do it, I thought. Okay, and then Instagram was right after that, right? Uh, Not right after, because, I mean, Snapchat had a little run, but, yeah. Okay. I was in a chat the other day, we were talking about Reels, the uh, Reels feature on Instagram, mm-hmm. and how that's the... Snapchat. That's what they're pushing now. Yeah, that shit is dumb. It is dumb. They're trying to kind of take away some of that TikTok audience. Yeah. But how it is, it's like, so what you're trying to do, so what you're telling me is Instagram is now taking software from or ideas from TikTok to take TikTok users. Then the next day, Twitter comes and takes stories from Instagram while simultaneously that little voice tweet shit is not about to pop like how they think it is. Cause people don't want to hear you like that. Trust me. Niggas don't even listen to this podcast. People don't want to hear you like that. Like how you think they want to hear you, but they seen how, how popping clubhouse got mm-hmm. and how exclusive it, it is. And I don't even clubhouse isn't even really exclusive no more. Let's keep it a bean. Almost everybody's in there. Not everybody. Facebook got the audio rooms now. How fucking crazy is that, huh? Isn't it weird every time an app comes out with a a brand new feature, every app just gets scared and falls in line? Yeah. The social media app is so... One is much bigger and more serious than we're making it out to be. Because... I mean, we spend all our time looking at our goddamn phones. Yeah. So the influence that these guys want, that's what they're fighting for. But it's like, my nigga, there's no way in hell I'm going to delete my two other apps and just be on Instagram all day. Yeah. That's not about to happen. There's no way I'm about to buy anything off of Instagram. Yeah, I didn't understand that one either. Did they have an explanation for that? No. And what's bad is for like... uh. The people who are creating, like, if you don't have a storefront or a website, okay. But if you have a website that you can bring people to, Insta- this little stores in Instagram is the worst thing possible. You don't want people going to your Instagram to buy your shit. You want them coming to your website. Yeah. You want them. You want traction. Instagram wants to take that from them. Instagram is take, trying to take away the influencer. I don't think you can ever do that. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, me neither. Your app would not be what it is without influencers. Right. Like, I don't know. It's a funky game they're playing. And it's like they don't know the rule. Nobody really knows the rules to how this should go. No, niggas know how it should go. Well, we know how it should go. But technology is, like, changing every day. So the rules change every day. You know what I'm saying? So it is an, 
a fast growing thing. The fast growing whatever. Oh man, niggas is not finna monopolize social media. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Like if you find a a, a niche and you come in and you do what you're supposed to do and you make it right and you pop, you'll stay there and just work on what you there for. Like yeah. stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Like sometimes that shit'll work, but like like I guess like Instagram stories did kind of fuck up uh Snapchat a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I seen that Snapchat had also did some other shit that kind of fucked themselves too. Shit, I remember Rihanna said, fuck Snapchat. Yeah, <laughs> and that too. Yeah, and then everybody was like, all right. All right, shit, Rihanna said, fuck Snapchat. That really fucked Snapchat up. For real. <laughs> and I think that's what I'm saying. I think the Instagram stories that came right after that, right right when that had happened. I think it, I think stories came before that happened. I feel like some... Snapchat, it hadn't been around too long. Yeah, though. yeah. And niggas was like, well, shit, I'm going to just get on the story then. Right. So, yeah. Uh, shit. Trump still claiming that uh, he he's won the election. Yeah, he made a uh, he made a walkthrough at the Million MAGA March. He did a walkthrough. At the what? The Million MAGA March. You wasn't there? Nah. Oh okay. It was in DC. Um they they was outside the White House and they was they was it was going up outside for Trump. Outside the White House. I think I don't know where these niggas was to be real with you. They were just in DC toting it on them. And Trump like drove through well he was in the back seat and they drove through the march and he was like giving niggas thumbs up and they was geeked, you hear me? They went up for they nigga. That was they versus. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I saw a couple like uh, videos. Like one of the niggas from the the Daily Show went to the Million Mega March and was asking people questions and shit. You know, they, they were just there contradicting themselves and stuff. But it's just so funny that they that it was even thought of a Million Mega March. And they executed it. <laughs> it was niggas there. It was. Yeah. It was white people there, obviously. It was some niggas there. It was some uh, Latinx, you know. Fools. Mm-hmm. Fools is what we call them. They was like, they was like, there's no way Joe Biden is the president. There's no way. At all. So. <laughs> These next two months are gonna be funny, and not ha ha funny. No, it's gonna be some ha ha funny too. If he pull another China, bro, China. He has he has like a finale prepared. Like his final address. He still hasn't given a concession speech. No. But look though, he's I'm talked a couple times. Let me just see what the last couple of tweets he has said. Have they been flagged? I know they have. 
What's your president talking about over there? Uh, I don't know what Obama's been talking about. <laughs> they said Kamala was off of Perk 30 when they found out that they won. You seen that video of her? When she was on the phone with Joe Budden? Mm-hmm. I mean Joe Budden, Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Joe done slid down on Kamala. Kamala and Clubhouse. Uh, <laughs> Kamala's definitely on Clubhouse. Um, oh, he's actually giving a speech right now. Hmm. Um, let's see. Yes. Uh, the last two of his tweets have been flagged. They say the governor of Georgia and secretary of state refused to let us look at signatures, which would expose hundreds of thousands of illegal ballots and give the Republican Party and me, David Perdue, and perhaps Kelly Loeffler a big victory. Wow. Why won't they do it? Shout out to Stacey Abrams for coming to the verses last so night. fast to certify a meaningless tally? Like, my nigga, it's been weeks. Weeks. Since you took this L. Why can't you just sit with it? You're wasting more money. You're wasting tax. uh, Is he wasting taxpayers' money? He's been wasting taxpayer money like the last four years, I'm sure. Uh, a, A tweet he retweeted says... Um, actually, let me see. From Representative uh, Jim Jordan. Let me see where he's from, real quick. Ohio. Okay. Says, don't lock down the country. Don't impose curfews. Don't close schools. Let Americans decide for themselves and celebrate Thanksgiving. Schools aren't closed. Wait, school isn't open on Thanksgiving. I think he's saying just in general. Oh. So let people nice choose if they want. So let people choose if they want to die or not. Essentially. Um, Trump, respectfully. Trump crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's your boy, though. That's your boy. Who? Mike Pence. Mike Pence. Who is your boy? Paul Ryan, somebody like that. You don't even know who Paul Ryan is, do you? No. All right. <laughs> what else is on the rundown? Uh, I mean, we don't hit just about everything. What's been uh, getting on your nerves then? What's been getting on my nerves? Uh, nothing. You've been cooling. Don't yeah. nothing get under your skin. Not not lately. I just been. I ain't even really just. You feel me? Been on social media for real like that to just get on. So I have some getting on my nerves. Mm-hmm. Like other than that, there's no new debate like, out. That's. That's yeah. ruffling anyone. I feel like it's the same 
When are we gonna stop talking about dates? <laughs> dates. Dates. Like just how much they cost and, and and what you need to be, do on a date. Who fucking cares? And why is this a, a, a discussion on an open forum? Oh, what? Uh, from hip hop news one hour ago, Quavo denies cheating on Saweetie with Regine Carter after rumors intensify on social media. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that Quavo was cheating, but I ain't know all that. I ain't know it was with Regine. Little Regine Carter. Hmm. Atlanta just going crazy on that, ain't they? <sighs> Shit. <clears throat> you hear about Lil Wayne? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, Wayne. He got caught with some guns. Mm-hmm. He'd be all right. He'll beat it. Birdman paid for it. <laughs> crazy. Slim got that. Easy. Um, just some, I guess we can just keep going with these little quick hitters. Uh, Taysom Hill is going to start on, uh, over James. <laughs> you starting over James? Mm-hmm. What happened to Drew? What is ribs? Adam Schefter. Is Drew's like ribs broken? He got two cracked ribs, I think one on each side and a collapsed, uh, yeah, collapsed lung. Who did that? Aaron Donald? I don't know who did it. Jesus. That's crazy. But they really starting Taysom Hill over Jameis Winston. Her Adam Schefter, four hours ago, Saints quarterback Taysom Hill. That's funny that they listed him as a quarterback. Uh, Saints Swiss, Arf- Swiss Army knife. <laughs> Taysom Hill will start Sunday versus the Falcons. Per source, Hill took all the starter reps at practice this week. Jameis Winston will be the backup. I don't even know what to say about Jameis because, I mean, there's not much to say about Jameis. I like him. It's going to be a crazy week on fucking uh, on Daily Fantasy. So do you do all of those things or you just do Daily Fantasy? I do Daily Fantasy and I be doing like the, the gambling, gambling, like on sports games. Okay, so you don't do like DraftKings or no shit? Yeah, I do DraftKings. You do DraftKings? Yeah. I don't know how to do fantasy uh, football. I don't understand. I it. do league fantasy. I do daily fantasy. I do. And how does that work? Daily fantasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like on days, they give you like a a. They give you fifty thousand dollars you can use on DraftKings. They give you fifty thousand dollars you can use to build a lineup. Uh. So, like, if it's a, if it's a showdown, which is like just. When it's just one game, mm-hmm. like like if it was just like you just doing like the Titans game or whatever. Okay, you just betting on that. That's a showdown. So you got to bet. You got to get a captain, which is like his score is one and a half times like for what it usually would be because he's the captain. But so is his price. Okay. So each player has a certain price based off of like how many points they're projected and like what they've been doing in the season and like different shit. Yeah. How valuable before this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can build your lineup like that. Or there's another one called classics where it's like 
multiple games that you can bet. So it's like basically like all the games that Sunday or like just the early games or you feel me like just the late games type shit. And you got $50,000 to build your lineup, but there is no captain. You got to have like a quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a flex, a tight end, and the defense. Okay, so you have fifty grand to get all of that. Mm-hmm. How do you win? Like, what you mean? They whoever has the most points at the end. Oh, so you're playing someone else? When you you play, can play either other people. I like tournaments. So tournaments is when you play another actual person. Tournaments is when you playing in a group of people. Like you can do head to head. That's an option. So when you're betting fantasy. Just alone, well, you can't do fantasy alone, can you? Or you can? Yeah. Look, I don't know, brother man. I don't know. Because <laughs> I know sports betting and fantasy, even though you can bet with fantasy, it's not the same thing. Right? That's league fantasy you're talking about. Like, But when you're betting on spreads and shit like that, that's not fantasy anymore, is it? No. Okay, that's just regular betting. Yeah. And that's legal now, too. Okay. That's crazy. Imagine how profitable how profitable that is for it to become legal. Nationwide. They need to put it in casino and all that shit. I'm sure I'm almost positive they're gonna do that. Not now, but it's coming. They need it now. <laughs> what JG went worse say. <laughs> is is they money, but you need it now? Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> uh, we don't have anything else to get into, do we? No. Follow us at the Burn One Podcast. That's Burn One Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, the number one, you don't have to spell it out. It's the actual number. Yes, sir, because we are the actual number one podcast in the streets. Don't forget to subscribe and hit the notifications for when we drop every Saturday. Um, that's what it's been. <laughs> for, for the time being. Uh, <laughs> it might switch. Who knows? You might go back to, to, to two pods. I don't know, though. That was kind of a lot on me. <laughs> I don't know if I could pod twice a week. <laughs> I can only pod twice a week if I'm getting paid to do it. <laughs> Send donations, y'all. Please. <laughs> Donate to us on Anchor. Like I said at the beginning of the fucking podcast. Hey, that man shouts the other day. He was like, uh, hey, Rodney's getting pretty good at the uh at the ads. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Shouts, that's my nigga. <laughs> ah, ah, I said you know it's pre recorded, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's pre-recorded as fuck but make sure you get at us on anchor <laughs> yeah hell yeah actually though i'm gonna talk we're gonna talk about that off off, off mic yeah off, off air mic. all right yeah uh get at get at nashville on the chatty house on clubhouse 
Yeah, you can get at me, your boy Too Bleezy at Agent Ocho Eight. That's on Instagram, Twitter, and Apple Connect, and the Chatty House, <laughs> <laughs> and the Chatty House. I'm I'm stamped everywhere we go. Yeah, I'm stamped at Nashville. So if you're looking for me on Clubhouse, I'm at Nashville. At the Chatty House. At the Chat House. At the Chatty House. Uh, yeah, you can get at me. Oh, um. I don't know. I think I'll, I'll probably drop a. Uh, I'll probably drop that playlist Monday, maybe. I don't know. I'll probably just wait till next Saturday. I'll probably drop it next Saturday. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, next Saturday is after Thanksgiving. I'm pretty sure we have a lot to talk about next week. That's right. I'm excited. Yeah. I I don't know. It's gonna be crazy. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? I have to quarantine before Thanksgiving. Damn. Yep. Are you doing that? Yeah, I am. I actually am. I'm actually going to quarantine before Thanksgiving. How long? Starting tomorrow. Damn. Yep. Really starting today. As soon as I <laughs> as soon as I get, as home. get home. Yeah, as soon as I get fucking home, I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna probably go to the store, but I'm not going. I'm not leaving. Uh, Is it going to nah, be a big I'm family a, gathering? <clears throat> no, nah, not not big. Uh, I I'm pretty sure we're going to be under ten. Ain't that the rule? Under ten, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think we're going to be abiding. abiding. So if you got a kid that you don't like and they make the eleventh, look, just tell them they don't have to come this year. You got a family member that? No, nah, they can only y'all. They just got to take turns. They. Somebody got to go in the room and then they can come out. Ah, uh, okay. Once, once somebody finished eating and you know they done passed out, you feel me? Then you can go on and go in there. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. That, that seems like a solid method. It's only gonna be four of us this year, so doing enough social distancing. Stay safe. Appreciate it. Stay dangerous. Yes, sir. Uh. Keep the fucking turkey on deck, nigga. Yeah, I am ready for that. I ain't gonna have to be worried about paying for no food for a, a solid week after Thanksgiving. So, see, I don't think I'm gonna do that this year. I think I'm gonna leave Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. Well, that's a big move for you. This is a big move for me because I miss the plates, but. The burn one podcast. We out of here, man. Yeah, it's old boy. This is the official hustler's anthem. You getting money? Throw it in the air. Guess who's possessed? Still smell the blow on my clothes like Krispy Kreme. I was cooking the molds. Like horseshoes, I was tossing the molds. Time to re-up, gotta recycle the flow I'm emotional, I hug the block Ay, I'm so emotional, I love my Glock Chance rules everything around me, so what's realer? Find the thriller, call me a ghost face killer It's kinda hard to be drug free But Georgia Pie won't give a nigga lights free Switch hustles, been killing them ever since Get paid to tell the truth, dog. it only makes sense When they play that new G's, all the dope boys go crazy And watch the dope boys go crazy I swing my chain. You can catch me in the club, pimpin', doing my thing. Hey, play that new 
Drinking gold bottles When Puff was in that tub spilling mo I was at my video Chris on a speedboat In my lifetime nigga Go do your research St. Thomas my nigga That was me first Chrome shoe the GS I came feet first In the game like a baby born to reach birth I got the keys if you need work I could kingpin you with line The dime at a time mm. My niggas love it when I talk like this My corporate people start bugging Cause I talk like this The corporate thugs is like Nah ho, talk that shit The dope boys go crazy When they hear that boy Jay-Z See I'm an 80s baby Master Reaganomics School of hard knocks Every day's college You ain't did nothing I ain't did Nigga pay homage I pay the doctor I spray llamas still The time will reveal You know I'm being honest You ain't pull my coat yet And I keep my shit in coat check They say the truth shall come to the light So everybody grab your shades Cause your boy that bright When they play that new G's All the dope boys go crazy Now watch the dope boys go crazy I pay my collar Then I swing my chain 